0: What's going on, ladies and gents? Uh, welcome to yet another episode of Pittsburgh Baseball Now, or what the Cool Cats are calling it—the Murfanco Experience. Uh, don't worry, Big Bear is gonna come. Uh, he's running a little behind. Works, a, works a bitch. I, I know the feeling. Uh, I had to basically rant and yell at my boss to get out of work early enough. But here we are, uh, and it's a pretty exciting episode, I have to say. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go right into it. Uh, we got Mark Mantuka and Jack Sawinski in the building. What's going on, fellas? And uh, how the hell are you?
1: Hey, man, we're good, man. Uh, you know, just finished up a night of work and, you know, super pumped up to be on this, you know, with you guys, you know, and, uh, you know, so thank you so much for having us, obviously. Yeah, it's
2: huge. doing good. Excited to be here. Excited to get this rolling.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I got to get tips on... Uh how you get your hair to flip like that man I just can't do it <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't either just
2: a little uh shampoo and conditioner
0: see uh, man it, it's not- sad because my 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 fiance is well was a hairdresser and she hasn't hooked me up yet so uh feeling a little pissed off about it but it's oh, all yeah. good we got we we got a baseball <laughs> podcast to talk about guys so um you know just to get things rolling uh Mark, I'd like, you know, to for you to introduce yourself and uh tell the people what you're all about and uh what your daily life is like uh in your job.
1: Yeah, um, you know, so I'm Mark Mantuca, uh, and we're like and like, you know, so we have a place it's called uh, you know, it's called Razor Performance. We call it RIP, it's based out of St. Charles, Illinois. Um daily routine, pretty much the same, you know. We uh I'm one of those lucky ones that don't have to wake up super early for your job. So I'm not too upset. I mean, I mean, like about that, but um, you know, uh, I leave for the, I, I usually leave for work around, I don't know, 1230. I usually meet up with Jack around one We hit until about three. Uh, and then I just have my private lessons from about three to six. And then we have some group work that Jack and I do together with some players. Um, and then, you know, like, just like tonight, we end around eight o'clock eight thirty. And then that's about it. But uh, we've been doing this for about, or I guess I've been doing this for about eight years now. Um, like coaching, because I coached like, throughout college too. Like, I was a junior and a senior, um, like a health coach. Um, with my actually like, assistant coach in college, his name is Jason Acevedo. And he's actually a lot of the reason why like I started to do this stuff. Um, and then once I graduated, I kind of just, you know, like I was, well, I guess I was always told like growing up I don't know if it's a compliment or not, but like that, I'd be a better coach than a player. So, a thing, you know, but uh, once I graduated, I think within a month I was already coaching uh, teams um, and I actually helped coach with the, uh, with the program that Jack was actually in. I think he was 18 when I came on board, uh, like in that program. Um, and then from there, like I just, you know, just kept learning, kept growing. Uh, and then in 2018, I, um, you know, just kind of branched off and just wanted to do it. And kind of like wanted, like wanted to do like my like own thing almost. You know, and just um, just kind of challenge myself more so than anything. Yeah. Um, and then in twenty nineteen, uh, but that was when Jack and I kind of like linked up again. Um, and since then, like, we've been together for the last three years. So it's been you know super fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and you know the the story you told me, you know, in the DMs on IG, and you know the the work that you've put in. Uh, you know, together and forming this, what seems to be a perfect swing. Uh, that, that's just in my eyes. I'm a little biased. I'm, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Um, it, you know, it's just so intriguing. And, you know, we'll get into that uh, later on in the show. Um, but, Jack, let, let's just start where it all began, man. Uh, everyone wants to hear, you know, what was that light bulb moment or moment that made you wanna start in the profession you're at? And you happen to be baseball. So, what is it about? Baseball that just said, you know what, that's what I'm going to do.
2: So I started playing just as young as about anybody else. I mean, five, six, T ball at the park, you know. And that was right around the time um, the 05 Sox won the World Series. So, like, watching that happen, I started getting into baseball. I started playing baseball with my friends. I just really enjoyed it. And after that, like it was just a snap. And I was like, I want to be a major league baseball player. I want to be like the guys I see on TV. I want to do that forever and ever. And I was like, you know, being a little kid, you don't know anything about it. You just want to play the game with your friends and you just want to, you know, have fun at the park and eat snacks after the game. Right. <laughs> but that was it really. And then just going from there, just getting better from park ball and getting hooked up with travel ball and being like super scared to start that. Cause I'm like, I don't want to leave my friends. Like I want to, and then, you know, so obviously being a little slow or like a little scared to start that, but making new friends, starting to get some coaches who starting to invest in you as, uh, as players and as kids. And from that, at such a young age, I had a couple really good coaches who like, actually you could see that they cared and that they, loved us and they, they that they wanted us to improve as kids and as people and as baseball players. So I really kind of like took that to heart and like, dang, these guys know what they're talking about. They care about us. They want us to get better. And that's when I really started pushing myself. I think I was like 15 or 16 and, you know, just starting to do more more extra stuff like coming in outside of practice put in an extra work, whether that's like in the weight room or in the cages on my own, just at that age, you know, you're still learning. So it's like, I'm going to do more. I'm going to do more. I'm going to do more, like more swings, more lifting, more practice. And like, now I just want my life to revolve around baseball. And it is revolving around baseball with how it started developing in like, when I was like in like 2014, 2015, 16, into that year round game, just training all the time. And I think it just kind of unfolded from there, basically, just, uh, with, you know, some of the right people around me, kind of keeping my head straight on my shoulders and, you know, going about things the right way and being a good person, being a good kid. And at the same time, just focused on working hard basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Now I, I want to hear from, from Mark. I, I want him to describe you, Jack. So Mark, in, in, a, in, in a few words, what kind of, I, I don't care about player right now. I, I want to talk about the person himself. So what kind of person is Jack, man? Like in, in as little words as possible, I, I need like that banger word. What, what kind of person is Jack?
1: Genuine. I think if I could describe them in one word, uh, like I would say genuine, you know, like, like it's not going to be a few words, but like I'll try to keep it short.
2: <laughs> no, no, it, like go have, ahead,
1: man. Continue. I have, I, <laughs> I have parents that come in here, you know, and, and their kids are, you know, between nine or eight. I think you have one seven-year-old and I mean, and then, I mean, but then he has guys that are 18, you know, and, and these parents, like, they're like, who's the guy that's, you know, that's playing double A for the Pirates. And I'm like, it's that dude right there. And they're like, wow, like I had no idea. Like he's so down to earth. Um, he's genuine. Like he always tries to help. Uh, he's hilarious. You know, I mean, like our players love him around the building, you know, and I think that like they don't, you know, cause I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes like it can be kind of like intimidating, um, like being around like a player at that caliber, you know, at that kind of level. Um, I mean, and I think that that, that like the players don 't realize that they 're around someone as talented as Sui is um and I think that that 's what makes it kind of special though, and I think that like that 's why like when he does something really well like throughout the season and I post it, like I get a bunch of my players texting me because they 're all jacked up for him too because they spend so much time here yeah that like and that 's part of the reason why like we did you know like what we did like it's not just hey, come into the place, get your work in, and that's it. I mean, like, um, like, we have players that are here five, six, seven days a week, you know, here for hours, and they're always with us, and they laugh with us, they eat dinner with us sometimes here, you know, and that's why we did this. Like, it's almost like uh, kind of like a little refuge, you know, but to have him, like, be as involved as he is and to be as, like, willing to share as much info as possible and help out as many players as possible, I mean, like, it's – I like it's vital to us. You know, it's huge. Yeah. So yeah. It, like he's it, a good dude. Huge for us. <laughs> like he's huge. He's, like he's
0: you you know, in, in a, in a game like baseball and especially where, where you're at jacket in the minors um, it, it seems to be a, you know, a dog eat dog kind of world. You're trying to, you know, feed your family, get to the majors, get your payday and continue. And, you know, to share uh, secrets of the trade and things of that sort, you don't see a whole lot of that. So what is it about, you know, the, how do I put this? I guess the the teaching aspect that uh, draws to you. Like, what is it about teaching that is like, I want to help these kids out?
2: I think that it all started kind of what I mentioned when I last spoke. The guys who coached me, my influences, um, those guys really like, did a number on me in, like, the best way possible that made me want to do the same thing for other players. Like, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it didn't start when I started playing travel ball when I was nine, if I didn't have those guys around me, because I had the same, some of the same coaches with me from the time I was 11 to the time that I went off to rookie league in July after leaving, you know, like, home and leaving my facility that I was at my whole life basically. Um, if I didn't have those guys with me, I definitely wouldn't be where I'm at today. And like the investment that you could see them coming in and actually caring about the players and caring about me specifically, like I felt that and I wanted to do something like that. And now, now my goal is the same way to kind of like influence players, not just to want to get better at being baseball players, but, you know, work hard, work just as hard in here in the facility as you do outside, whether it's school, being a good person, community work, school work with your family and friends, things like that. So just the influence that I had growing up, I want to share that sense of what people taught me. I want to teach in that same way.
0: Okay. So, uh, you know, a a lot of players don't think about, you know, after their baseball career is done, but it, it does kind of seem like, maybe you want to be a coach afterwards is that something you would love to do
2: I think I definitely would coach afterwards I think the biggest thing that I would look forward to in coaching is actually being able to like invest myself in a team or a program or like a group of kids because when I get home I come back to the facility whether it's like October November and then I have to leave again whether it's like February or March so I just get that off season with them and I'm and I'm missing them that like whole spring, summer and fall when they're, you know, I'm playing at the same time they're playing. But when I'm done, I think it would be pretty cool to actually, you know, to just dive in head first with like a group of kids or a team that I can actually invest in on a long term basis instead of like, okay, let's just see what we can do in one offseason. Yeah. Like it's okay. Now it's like, okay, I'm with you guys. Let's start this off season. Let's roll into the spring. Let's get that summer ball going. All of that. Like go just basically go the distance the same way. Like I had coaches cause I had the same, same core, two, three coaches basically from like 12 u to 17, you like those guys came up with us. So like that's super long-term. And I know the development in those stages is vital. So that's something that I would like to do is just really, set some roots in a group of kids and just be able to like fully commit to them fully invest in them and just show that i want to be there for them and i want to help them
0: okay okay uh mark i I can't quit help but staring at your beard man it's 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 luxurious (laughs) (laughs)
2: it's normally a a little longer you should have seen it Last last oh, December. Was it that time? It was like
1: December of twenty. <laughs> it was uh dude, it was, it was savage, man. Oh man. It was like it I was mean I funny. got I got
0: the you know, logo
1: in here, but <laughs> when I did I used to comb it up and it would like be out to here. Yeah. You know, but i cleaned it up a little bit since then. I needed to. Kept
0: it, it was, professional it,
1: since then. It, yeah. You gotta always, you gotta keep it professional. I
2: want to say professional but better. I always ask him what it takes to shave it. Dude, <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't gotten, I haven't gotten anything I, yet i've thrown put, i've thrown some big offers out there to, i haven't i haven't hit the number yet
1: but like to put it into perspective i have not taken shaving cream and a razor to my face since october of 2010 so it's been a long time you know God, so like damn yeah so, I mean, <laughs> so like no one no one has seen like my like face like it's been my facial
2: hair but not my face yeah I'm going to get him one day, though. <laughs> one day. I'm going to give him an offer he can't refuse.
0: <laughs> I, I, I like it. I like it. Um, but, you know, Mark, let's get into, you know, your facility a little bit here, man. So uh, what all do you do at Rip, man? Like, what what's the, I guess, focus for your facility?
1: I would say our meat and potatoes would be hitting, you know. I mean, like, between me, Sui, um, and Sam Ferry, who just graduated from Arizona State, he was one of my hitters, too um you know we kind of run all the hitting stuff here we do groups we do private instruction we have teams that come in that you know that like they just bring their players in and and, and, like we work with them on you know whatever day of the week and like 90 minutes to 120 minutes and uh and then from there we also have like a little arm care program like that suey runs he's super good at it. you know just focus on like mobility it's you know like it's like soft tissue work it's not just Hey, let's do pull downs. It's actually like arm like maintenance, you know. Like yeah. we strive for health. You know, I know that there are some programs out there that want to go for the numbers, and that's great. But we're trying to go for like longevity here and like that natural like progression. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a super good job with that. Uh, he also runs some defensive work. We have some pitching stuff here too. Uh, I wouldn't say that's our, you know, meat and potatoes, but uh, I mean, like we definitely have some guys that are super, super, super qualified at that pointed as well and then lastly we had catching lessons too and that's ran by Sam Ferry I said you know because like he was a catcher from Arizona State um, you know so we you know we try to offer as much as possible and you know like we're not like I guess like one of the things that like, we kind of pride ourselves on is like we're not the place that's you know me and Suey teaching like pitching lessons you know like <laughs> can we do it yes we probably could like up to a certain level though. but like if I could hand that off someone else that's better than me like we're
2: gonna do that it's not it's not cookie cutter it's not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna come in and we're not gonna teach everyone the same way and we're not gonna teach everyone like a like a quick fix like the players that come in here we want to make sure that they know that coming in here is an investment to your body your career no matter how young it starts and like yourself as a person so i think i think those are a few things that we, because yeah. we don't want to, we don't want to just, you know, put a bandaid on like a bullet hole, basically, sort of, <laughs> uh, kind of, yeah. you know, we want to, we want to teach at a high level, even if that means we have to change our wording yeah. to some players to help them understand a little better, because we'll use big words and we'll use um, different fields, some with players who have better body awareness, lower body awareness, but we want to start making those habits that the players can realize on their own. So that when, when it comes time, you know, everyone has their own routine. Everyone has their own feels, Everyone has their own approach that helps them get back to the best hitter they can be.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess to keep it like as simple as possible is like, we try really hard not to like, not to force a hitter, to conform to what we want them to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, we try to, yeah. like, we want it to be the opposite. We try to, like, almost, like, conform to the hitter, you know? Uh, I mean, like, for instance, like, I work with girls that slap, but I also work with girls that hit the ball, at like, 83 miles an hour. But, and what's funny, though, is, like, while, yes, we teach the same concepts, like, I, like I word things differently to each because they're both different hitters, you know? Right, and right. that's vital because, like, we're not, like, we're not, tr- because, like, you know, like, like, I'm not going to tell Suey to hit a ball, like, on the ground. Like, sometimes, sometimes if that's what he needs to hear, then, like, he needs to hear it. And sometimes I hate saying it, but, like, you know, like, some, I mean, like, you know, like, one player might come in and might need to be told, okay, like, take your chest to the ceiling. The next, you know, 30 minutes, an hour later, I need to tell this player, oh, like, hit a ground ball, like, off home plate. Like, do a backflip. Like, if that's what they didn't hear, like, they didn't hear that. Um, and I feel like, that's what's important is, like, we try to develop on, on a much higher scale. And I think that the players that buy in and they understand, like, okay, like, this isn't going to be a short-term fix. It's not a band-aid. Um, I'm trying to basically re-pattern. Like, I had a player on Monday, you know, 16-year-old softball player, and, you know, can generate a bunch but doesn't move efficiently. Mm -hmm. So I told her, I'm like, listen, I'm like, instead of going for results, you've got to be okay with sucking for a while. Like, I'm like, because you're going to be going through a phase where it's not going to feel good. You're going to, you're going to be upset about it, but there's going to be a day where like, it's going to just show up. But like, I, I guess like if I just keep telling her cues that get her swing or, or like that get a certain result, that's not me doing my job like effectively, because I'm because like that because like you can manipulate a movement to get a result, but like okay, but like we have to get down to the root cause of things, and that's why like it takes you know just I guess
0: a little bit longer. I think. Yeah, yeah. So basically, what you're saying is you're not going to tell Billy Hamilton to go ma- hit bushes, <laughs> pretty much <No>. right. <laughs> I got you, man. Um, And Jack, you used an interesting phrase there, you know, not a cookie cutter approach. Um, And, you know, with the system you're in now, the pirates, that's the uh, main thing that everyone's talking about now with Ben Charrington at the helm is he's kind of forming this non-cookie cutter approach that maybe the previous regime uh, didn't still. So talk on a little bit how different maybe the Padres system is to the pirates system. Or is there no real difference at all for you.
2: I think, I think that it's a little soon for me to talk about the Pirates organization as a whole. Right, Just obviously. because when I got traded, it was the end of July. I only got to spend a couple months with some of those AA guys. I did get a chance to meet a lot of their staff members who would roll in and out of there, some of those rover guys. Yeah. Uh, the teammates were great. The coaches I had were great. I got along with them really well. The whole culture there was, I love, I mean, I loved it to be honest. Um, but spending, spending more time in the Padres system, I did, I did like it over there. And I do think that they had, there were, there were a lot of rotations between, you know, hitting guys. And I was able to meet so many different coaches with so many different methods of teaching. Um, I think that they had a pretty good philosophy and pretty good base of how they want their players to operate. But at the same time, they still gave them, they still gave us that freedom to develop on our own. So like, I had a couple of hitting coaches who I really connected with on a baseball standpoint and on like a personal standpoint so like at that point we like we fit together really well and we were able to work really efficiently and i was able to be the best sitter i can be basically so i like to stay with those guys because they get me what they say makes sense to me yeah um and we would always start from like that base level you know keeping things really simple and then kind of making it making it our own from there
0: i got you i got you um now you know, Mark, you mentioned meat and potatoes. So let's get into the meat and potatoes of why we even connected in the first place. Um, and that's this, uh, you know, Jack Sawinski, you know, revamped swing over a couple of years here. So, um, you know, give me the story, man, like, let's start from page one all the way to page whatever you want it to be.
1: Yeah. So, you know, like I said, uh, like when I came in to where Suey played travel ball at, uh, he was 18 and I had just, you know, like I was a new guy there, you know, and uh, he just got uh, like drafted that summer, I think. And, you know, and being that he just got drafted and, and like, I think he played for the same program for so long. And uh, that next winter, like he would be around all the time. Like he would help us out down there too. And, you know, and uh, like, like we got for like Chipotle all the time. Um, you know, Ryan would love you. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, like, and then, you know, and then like once I left um, like that program in, in uh, 2018, like, you know, I would kind of keep tabs on him, you know, um, like, like and just stay in touch. Um, and at the time I was working with, um, uh, like, a friend of his who also played, I think he has played csa So, you know, and, you know, so he knew Sam Ferry and that, and like after his 2019 season, I saw he had a little bit of a down year, you know, so I... You know, so I reached out to him, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm like, if you want to get some, you know, some swings in, I'm like, you know, it's so, like, so let me know." And uh, I, I, I think at the time he was nursing like a hamstring or something like that, or a knee, hamstring yeah, or I just knee, something
2: like that. He was, yeah, but uh, like he was nursing
1: some kind of injury.
2: I had a I had a PCL injury yeah. in the playoffs. I was sliding oh, okay. into, and basically just bang, uh, so like uh, didn't tear it, but it was like a so I didn't need surgery, but it was a sprain and it hurt like heck so Backing. i just re- rehabbed that rehab yeah. that thing for a while and i think it was i think i was just coming back from that like i just got out of i just got cleared from my pt so i was like healthy starting to get back into like the speed of things yeah and then uh i think we started working together it was
1: either late october early november of 19 and yeah,
2: uh more, more november
1: yeah and we you know like like, he used to come in four, t- uh, four days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And, you know, it was just, like, going over some film and, you know, getting some more efficient moves involved and, you know, trying to just, you know, trying to be a better version of what he's already good at, I guess, you know. And, uh, I mean, and the crazy thing, though, that we just talked about a couple weeks ago is, like, it's, like, we've grown so much together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's a, so, it's almost like as he gets better, like, like that challenges me like to be a better instructor,s too, you know, and I actually have two friends that I actually send them to because I don't know everything. And I'll openly admit that, <laughs> you know, and, I, and, and if there's people that who can give him value, then I have zero issue doing that. Like one of them is Joe Farrow. He's up uh, like with Phenom Wisconsin. And then uh, Mike, uh Jason Acevedo who's up with like, uh, Lake Zurich, you know, and those guys help shape who I am. You know, so I was like, all right, you know, like if I can have someone say say the same thing worded differently that might help you out, then go up there and, you know, get hit with them, yeah. you know. And, and most of the time, not many instructors would send their best hitter, <laughs> you know, like, to go see someone else, you know, because typically it's like, oh, no, it like gets my hitter. I'm the opposite, man. Like, I mean, to be honest, like, I, I, mean, like where, I mean, like where he was, he was already at a super high level. So I will never take credit for this dude because he was already there without me. you know so it's like you know and uh I mean but like we just have a good understanding I feel you know and there's always new things we talk about and I think the cool part though is like we started working in 19 he leaves for spring training in late February comes back like two weeks later because of COVID so it's like we never really had a chance to like see if anything worked so he comes back um and then everything got shut down so we couldn't do anything for a little while and then we started back up in may and we just kept working on like you know just changing different fields i mean like he played around with the toe tap he played around with you know with like some kind of like barrel tip work and you know just like some timing stuff like he played around different stuff but we didn't know what was working because we weren't seeing like enough live so it's like okay well this is kind of challenging, you know? (laughs) So, you know, he worked for like 18 months basically, or like 16, whatever it was, like 16 months. And then he goes to spring training and I'm nervous because I don't know it. I'm I'm like, he leaves and I'm like, I'm horrified because I don't know if it's going to work or not, you know? And I mean, like, and he goes out there and, you know, and he has the year he did. And, you know, that was definitely like a relief for me obviously, but I mean, but like on a friendship standpoint, I mean, like it was obviously super, you know, like super cool to watch him have like success and the, you know um like just to play like a small part in it man it was awesome
0: yeah yeah um you did divulge to me yeah you know earlier um there there's something that you're tinkering with as of right now um and and i don't know if you want to get into it yet i don't know if it's still super secretive or not but um the pre-pitch movement you were talking about a little bit here
1: yeah, uh, little, uh, you can kind of describe it. Connection. Yeah, just yeah, like
2: yeah, so so there's just like a little little move in my load that gets away from me sometimes, which is that barrel tip. And what's funny though is I'll go back to this like, so like in the summertime when he was going
1: really well, like yeah. I literally would so like I would screenshot all or like screenshot or like film record all of his ABs, and when he was going really well he was doing a, like, he was doing a little bit tighter tip, so when he wasn't going well, it was kind of getting a little loose, so there was a point where, like, I screenshotted it, and, you know, I sent it to him, and I'm like, hey, man, I'm like, you're getting a little loose with this tip, it was probably about July, and I'm like, you're getting, you know, just a little bit loose here, and he's like, that's funny, he's like, my uh, the my hitting coach and I, like, we just talked about that today. Same day. Same day, yeah, and okay. yeah, it's just, <laughs> just you know, it's, it's, I mean, like, the same wavelength, you know, um, and then <laughs>
2: yeah so so just just picking up where he left off you know I was like slowing down a little bit and I'm like you know getting frustrated you know in the pro ball scene you know you're always swinging and always playing and you're just like man when you start when you hit that hot streak and then you start slowing off you're like dang what's going on blah 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 but you know he sent me like a couple of those screenshots and just uh you could see that bigger move as opposed to like how was a little tighter a little more compact and I literally just had that same conversation with my hitting coach. I was telling him the same thing. I'm like, I feel like things are getting bigger. I feel like I'm, I'm forcing moves to happen and it's getting bigger. And now I'm late or I'm getting behind or I don't have as much time or I'm getting fooled earlier on off-speed stuff. So I'll hmm. get caught up in between. Like I can't commit to the heater, blah, blah, blah. So I'm kind of like stuck in the middle. Um, so now where we're at with that move is just basically tightening that up a little bit and changing that from more of like a barrel only move to moving way more connected with like your belly button the most. Yeah. Like it all ties together super well between the tip, my hands, my scap load, my hinge and my hips. Like coach said my belly button creates an angle so that's like one of the thoughts that i'll keep is that belly button angle to the floor so all of that kind of plays into that as opposed to just letting that barrel create momentum and then like whip it back into the zone where my window gets smaller so now with everything moving more efficiently a little bit tighter a little more compact a little more whippy springy like snappy I like to use the word snappy because I like that word. like when, when word. I snap yeah yeah <laughs> when I when I pull the trigger I get that snap like it's snap I get that through the zone I feel like I'm short in the, like short to the zone long through the zone so we're just basically really focused on hitting so many different angles and like speeds, speeds, bats, balls. I mean, I'll be using heavy bat, light bat, short bat, flat bat, half bat. We'll be using baseballs, softballs, tennis balls, light flights. He'll be flipping it from from my left side, from my right side, from behind me, straight on, straight over the top, low underneath me, just creating so many different like exaggerated feels. Because that's what happens in the game when someone's throwing 95, that move feels big. So why not create like that exaggeration in here to force me to get into a position that I can control repetitively so I can translate that feel in the game. It's not going to look the same in here as it does out there, but my, but, but my feel like, so my approach goes based off my feel and then I can take that same feel, but I know. It's not going to look the exact same. It'll look a little bit better when I'm doing it in game. But I'm trying to create such a, like such an exaggerated feel because I know it gets me in the position where I want to be, to be successful. I know where, know where I need to be with that move.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, I, I really appreciate you. you know, that, this is one of the most analytical podcasts I think I've ever been a part of. So <laughs> yeah. I definitely we, appreciate
2: this. We like that Uh, we like to, you know, I think that's a big part of why we work really well together is, you know, we're, we're really good friends, which makes that like communication part of it really easy. So I can bounce off, bounce ideas off him without like feeling like, oh, should I ask this? Should I not ask this? Like, I don't want him to think I'm like, I'm dumb or I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. The same thing for him, like he'll throw ideas at me, he'll throw thoughts, he'll throw feels, and we'll just kind of like bounce off each other. I think that's one of the reasons why we work really well together. Um, well, I mean like that, but like there's
1: times where like one of us will see a video online, we'll be like, should we try that?
2: You know, <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, it happens all the time.
1: Yeah, like sure. daily almost. Trial, I mean,
2: trial and error. Sure. Trial and error was a big thing. Like what he was talking about during that time of COVID when we just went like 18 months straight without really any live feedback it was mostly try on air it was like this looks good i i will want to play like it was like hey coach this looks pretty good do you think this will help or do you think this will work because everything's like variations everything's right. exaggerations and i'm like hey let's try this this might be something that feels better than what we're doing now
0: okay okay now you know i think this question comes with, you know, what you said, um, are you super, super comfortable in your swing as it is right now? Or, you know, are you going to work on more things during this very weird off season? Because I know now that you're a part of the 40 man, you can't really communicate with the pirates. So, um, you know, there's a lot of underlying factors with all of this. So is there more work to come with your swing or are you going to just continue to stay where you're at? So I feel like
2: if I was to try and like maintain and stay where I'm at, I would get a little too comfortable and my moves wouldn't be as efficient and as tight. They would just get, they would just get repetitive. And like, if you do, you know, the more you do something over and over and over and over again, it kind of It kind of loses that flair and then you're, you're just doing it. You're just doing it. You don't really have the intent behind it. There's going to be things that I want to continuously improve on, but I don't want to rush through it. I want to make sure that we're doing it the right way. And coach knows that too, which is why we really slow down and make sure we're doing things the right way. Like now, obviously going off of last year, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good that I want to keep. And I'm not going to tinker too hard with that. Some of the new stuff might overlap a little bit and I'm going to find how they can, they can fit together where I can feel as comfortable as I can be doing those things, but I'm not going to make any huge, huge adjustments because I like where I finished. I like where I ended. My feels were really good. I like my, I like the bigger moves, like the more main moves that I was doing swinging now there's just really little things like small positions that i'm getting into that i think if if most people were watching they wouldn't see it but when we see it it's just such a small little thing that we think can get better
0: okay now now do you think that you know looking at the tiny little details do you think you can kind of excuse me um get lost in the sauce so to speak you know you just hyper fixate on these tiny little details do you think that potentially can go overboard and have you gone overboard with things like that
2: you're definitely right because there will be times when coach is like stop looking at that it's fine Yeah. stop looking at that it's fine stop looking at that it's fine and then I'll and then I'll be pointing to the video and I'd be like but do you see this but do you see this dude look look at this and, and then I'm like yeah, like, yeah fine, but you
1: crush the ball and <laughs> like, you yeah, crush the ball. It's like, dude, stop complaining about
2: it. Yeah. And he's like, one, it looks fine. It looks great Two, That's not even what we're working on right now. Right. So, well, I mean, like, it's almost like that, like, let's uh,
1: think like perfection is paralyzing, you know, that's, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, that's what it is, you know, cause that, you know, and, and like, and we talk about it too. I mean, like, and just like with our philosophy here, it's like, like, yes, like elite level hitters have like similarities hundred percent, but every hitter has their own max efficiency. So it's like, he, it's like, he may not ever get a tight movement, like a Bryce Harper or like a Juan Soto, but like, that's okay. He's not those guys, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, if we find what works for him, then that's it. You know? I mean, it's sometimes like when you're looking for a problem, like you'll find the problem and it's like, dude, it's like, you know, like, like your feedback and feel be like your, be like your feedback almost like Joey Votto said a couple of years ago. And I think that that's, you know, uh, like, it's just, Sometimes like you're looking a little bit too far into stuff.
0: Um, you know, the, 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 how do I put this? One of the bigger things I kind of wanted to get from you, Jack was, you know, you got the news that you were placed on the 40 man roster. You were protected. Um, what does that say to you, how the pirates feel about you? And ultimately, you know, how did you feel when you got that news? Cause there's a lot of guys who were left off you know, and you look at that list and it's like, Ooh, okay. You know, how how does that make you feel? Is there a lot of mixed emotions with that?
2: Yeah. So the days leading up to that, well, not days exactly, but like the time leading up to that, I kind of knew there were a couple different options. It was like, one, get protected, go on the 40 man 2 don't get protected, potentially get picked up in rule five three, none of the, none of the above and just keep being a minor league grinder. So I knew that kind of, if it was that third option, just go back and be a minor league grinder. It's like, well, I've been doing that. So I know everything's going to be okay, no matter what. But once I did get that call, I was really pumped. My family was at home. I got the call at home and then, you know, I got off the phone I talked to them about it and they were super, super happy for me. Um. So just a quick little shout out for their support always. But looking at, like you said, so many pirate guys who potentially could have went on there. That was my thought when I first got to Altoona with those guys, just in the first couple of days, I'm like, dang, this is a good team. Like there's a lot of good baseball players around me. Yeah. And I did not know anything about the Pirates organization coming from the Padres organization. I mostly knew about other organizations that I, cause I never played against them, you know, them being an East coast, East coast organization, us being on the West coast. i played a lot of teams out there that were in like the Cal league, the Texas league. So we never really overlapped. But once I got over there, I was like, man, there's some studs on this team. There's some ballers on this team. <laughs> I'm super happy to be a part of it. Cause I just, I just want to be, like a team player, I want to help these guys win. And I know that when the team's winning, everyone's doing better. But more importantly, like that chemistry is there. Everyone's kind of pushing each other to be a good team player. And then all of a sudden everyone's best ability comes out. But I do think that there are a ton of really good players on not just the Altoona team, but I have been looking at other players in the organization, both, ahead and below me and just realizing the amount of talent there is on the farm.
0: Yeah. I get, I get lost in you know, the complex league and the Dominican summer league a lot. And I just look at the rosters and I'm a nerd when it comes to like super low level kids, like 17, 18 years old. And I kind of feel creepy doing it, but I I, I really don't care because it's, it's, it's just how I be. Um, But you know, a, a lot of people, um, you know, mentioned Miguel Perez and a very good light, let's say, Um, you know, great manager, team player will give you what you need. Um, I, and I know you came late July, so you didn't spend the entire season with him. Um, But how did that locker room really feel Um, in Altoona?
2: So when I first got there, when I first get in like a new situation, wherever I am, if it's like a new clubhouse or even just a room full of people that I don't know. My first initial reaction is to kind of take a step back and like see what the vibe is, see what it is before I kind of open up a little bit. So transitions can be tougher for me at sometimes, but as I get older, you know, i become more comfortable. I know who I am and I can just be myself. But going into that clubhouse for the first few days, those guys were, so welcoming and they just basically brought me in like the first day I got there, they're like, Hey, welcome to the pirates, like, hey, welcome to the curb, whatever it is, like you're part of us now. Like you're one of us now. And ever since that first day, like that's how they made me feel, especially going into like my new apartment. I was showing up with my bag. And I'm like, Hey what's up guys, I live here now. <laughs> and you know, that could be kind of scary because I left my Padre teammates, some of them who I was with for my whole time in pro ball. So I developed like personal relationships with those guys. And I know the same thing was happening with the Pirates. So me coming in uh, as part of a trade at the end of July, when these guys have already been grinding together since spring training and then season broke, um, I was just super grateful the way that they welcomed me and just brought me into their little fan, their little double A family. Um, their clubhouse, like energy I thought was really good. And that was one of the reasons that that team worked really well together. I thought a lot of those guys, they got along really well. There wasn't any of that little kid drama or any of that, you know, like nonsense, like let's keep that away. Everyone was pretty cool. All the days, you know, some of those days can really get mixed together when you're playing 120, 140 games in a row with limited off days. Uh, grateful for one off day a week this past season. That was really, really nice. But
0: Shout out to Monday. Yeah, right?
2: <laughs> Monday's the day. But those guys are awesome, especially being in the clubhouse. I mean, our clubhouse energy, I thought, was some of the best that I ever had because we were always, it wasn't like everyone was sitting in there being on their phones. Sure. Like you want to get your own personal time. Sometimes you need some me time to get away from the group because you basically do everything with those guys. But for the most part, we were playing cars. We were joking around. We were hanging out. We were chatting, doing whatever, things like yeah. that. I mean, the the whole mesh of things was great.
0: That's awesome, man. I, Like I said, guys, I I really appreciate you taking the time and, you know, just spending the evening with me. Um, Unfortunately, you know, time is running out and, you know, Big Bear's still on his way home. So um, don't worry, guys. He'll be part of the outro. So hold your horses, okay? You're going to hear his soothing voice in a minute. Sorry. The people are just so crazy. No, I still love (laughs) you guys. Um, Any last words, guys? Like any. you know, inspiring quotes I can give the people uh, going into spring training soon, Jack? <laughs> inspiring quotes. Um, I mean, you yeah. do have a soothing voice, so I'm pretty sure you could say the <laughs> phone book. So it's all good, man. Um,
2: I think as we're sitting here in our lobby, one of the players that has helped us out a bunch here, Ian Kroll, His jersey's hanging up. Something he wrote on his jersey, um, it's always like, he wrote on it, it's like, continue to raise your performance every day. And with us being RYP, raise your performance, RIP, I think it can get overlooked sometimes, especially us being here every day. But that within itself, to me, speaks volumes. Because I think if you're showing up here, Raise your performance, right? That's why you're here. You're here for one one main reason. Sure, we want to have fun, and sure, we want to make friends, sure, we want to keep things light. But at the end of the day, we're here for a reason. We're here to get better. We're here to grind, and we're here to make each other better and become better baseball players, better human beings, better people. So I think that that's something that gets overlooked, but that's kind of something that I I eyeball or a side eye of, uh, every day at least a kind of time where it just says continue to raise your performance, continue to raise your performance. So I think if, no matter what you're doing, continue to raise your performance, you know, don't get comfortable. Don't get complacent. Wherever you're at, get uncomfortable, comfortable being uncomfortable. Just raise that performance, right coach? That's right.
0: So, so what you're saying is if I bring that Jersey to your games and just hold it up in the crowd, like you could just like raise your performance i'll, yeah, I'll do it man
1: yeah that's it <laughs> yeah. by default yeah yeah all right five
2: tanks yeah I'm, I'm easy
0: too you just got to pay me in food there, there's no uh there's no, <laughs> no money involved <laughs>
2: that's good that's good for us pay like, me in like, curve burgers like, yeah the three of us will yeah
1: you know, we'll crush we'll, them good we'll
2: chow down we yeah we've we've <laughs> We've had a couple couple days where we really got
0: after have to. <laughs> well, guys, like I said, I really appreciate you taking the time and uh
1: Yeah, man. Thanks for know, having us.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, after this, I'm gonna, you know, take some quotes out of this and maybe write a piece on Pirates Prospects. So keep an eye out for that. And um, like I said, guys, keep grinding, keep having fun and uh raise your performance we'll do
1: man we'll stay in touch man thank you so much again we
0: appreciate it appreciate Not a problem you. guys later on all right, man. have a good night peace yeah wait a minute there you are big bear what's going on buddy what's going what's on, going man? on man? What's going you, you on? missed you missed the sawinski train it, it, it yeah. left the station brother yeah yeah I'm running late like always <laughs> that's all right your job is uh rather rather uh tiresome let's just say that yeah. don't want to get you in trouble yeah stuff ha- <laughs> stuff happens <laughs> but man it, it was a great episode you know he, he delved into a lot of um you know personal things what kind of person he was and mark described him and he described mark and they just seemed like the best of friends kind of like us it's pretty cool that's, awesome. <laughs> that's cool uh, that makes uh, makes things a lot easier
3: Stuff like oh that. yeah I imagine like that yeah. especially in that kind of situation you know a lot of on a lot on the line too sometimes probably too with 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 that
0: and yeah. all that hitting and and everything like that so that's cool yeah and then i guess they met each other when Suwinski was 18 um mark was a coach on one of his squads and they just kind of okay. met and yeah. things went from there um cool. but you know i kind of wanted, wanted to get your opinion on Suwinski a little bit here man like When the Pirates got Sawinski from the Padres, you know, it was, I I don't know, at the time, a lot of people considered him maybe a throw-in type player just to... That's
3: how I thought about it, yeah. Yeah,
0: but, you know, as we continue to look at his progression and, you know, the off-season swings that we've seen, has your opinion changed? You know, a a lot of people are saying maybe he might be equal to Marcano and terms of value of that trade so I, I think I've traveled that
3: that kind of route with it you know I, at, at the time of the trade you're kind of like especially hearing that um how much Charrington uh, Charrington liked Marcano that you kind of figured he was the centerpiece and everything Yes. Yeah. so but like as things went on and once I kind of started really digging into him and the numbers and everything like that following along with everything that you kind of been doing with him with the with the videos and everything like that and uh, you know, him getting to the end of the 40, 40 man. I, I think there's a, a certain level of like hype and everything like I've gotten with it. Like I'm actually like, he might actually looking back at it now, he might've actually been the guy that they were, you know, obviously, you know, Marcon- they love Marcano, So they wanted to get him. They tried to get him in the, the Musgrove trade couldn't, but like, I think Swinsky is the guy that, that could make that trade like really work for the pirates. Now, you know, yeah. you said, so, you look, you looked at the numbers, you, he. he took a big step with, like, his uh, the approach at the plate, walking a lot more than he had been before. The power is really starting to come in. He just kind of came into things this year. And, you know, it takes, takes some people some years to do that while in the minors. That's why, you know, some guys take five, six years to get, get to the majors. Right. So mm-hmm. it looks like the Pirates got him at the perfect time. And, and with everything you've been saying, yeah, I, I, it kind of makes, like, there's less question now about – why he was the guy they chose to add to the 40 man now. Yeah. Than than before. Yeah. Like when we got him, I was super
0: hyped about his hair. Like yeah. super yeah, hyped. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I was looking forward to the blonde locks and the outfield <laughs> and seeing the hair flips. But like now we might see some bat flips. You know, I but he doesn't strike me as that kind of person to be honest with you. <laughs> but,
3: it, 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 oh man, he'd be a fan favorite the first time he, he, uh, <laughs> he, he does the bat flip with the hair and, and, oh, and man, the like, whole package. <laughs> like,
0: Jose Batista type bat flip, man. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Joey Bats, like that. I, I would love to see <laughs> Sawitzki do that, but he's not that type of person, I don't think, from what I get. Um, but we do have some, some stuff to talk about in terms of that giveaway uh, that we've been talking about the past two episodes. Yeah. We haven't forgotten. No, we haven't forgotten. No, we've we haven't. <laughs> we have not. We've been talking about a lot off air. Um, and we still want your participation. So, guys, tomorrow, which is the day you're listening today, uh, I don't know how that works in your brains. Either way, Thursday, listening to this, <laughs> <laughs> brain I, thinking about right, I want you guys to tell us where does Jared Jones finish? the 2022 season, what level, you know, is he going to finish in high A? Is he going to go to double A? Is he going to go to the majors? Probably not. <laughs> Let's not go too that, far. That'd be, that'd be incredibly impressive. But <laughs> <Right. yeah. laughs> I personally think he's going to be in high A and stay in high A. Um, that's just my personal opinion, but give me your opinion. Give us your opinion on Jared Jones to win this. Well, to have a chance to win signed, Card and it looks shiny, brand new. Pretty amazing. It does. Is that a holograph?
3: Yeah. Yeah, Do I have it here still? Or do I put it? I think I put it up. Oh, no. I
0: (laughs) threw it away. Something broke. (laughs) Got it right here. It's looking all pretty, folks. Yeah. Looking all pretty. Now, how the giveaway is going to happen. I don't know if you remember back to the Pirates Unrestricted days, the dark days of podcasting for (laughs) me. Um I did do happen to do a giveaway. Uh and I'm gonna do it in a similar fashion. I'm gonna put names into a hat, a very nice hat. It's gonna be a top hat because I have a Ooh, top hat.
3: Yeah. You have a top hat. That's awesome.
0: I have, yeah, I have a top hat. Not <laughs> Abe lincoln esque top hat. It's just a top hat. Okay. I wish it was Abe Lincoln though. That'd be awesome. But I don't know if I could fit my arm into it. The recent uh and I, I don't know. I'm going off on some tangents. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pick a name randomly out of this hat. So, if you want your name in it, give us your opinions. I don't know why I sounded like an old man. I don't know. Am I aging? Is this Benjamin Button? Wait, no, that would be... I don't know how this works. Okay. Yeah. What what is... (laughs) (laughs) But Murph, man. Murph, what's going on? I, I need to, like, hear how you're how your week's been going like i need to know how you've been man doing
3: good you know just living the life you know yeah, yeah. go to work spend all day at work and you know come home and and, and chill yeah um we're gonna working on something fun for for next week at pirate prospects yeah. it's taking a lot of time it's a lot of time <laughs> yeah. every single day day that i have off this week is pretty much tied into working on this so i'm really now. excited about it I, I so, need to
0: know, is this a position
3: player? Finally, I will finally be diving into a position player for the first time. Okay, that's, so that's a lot of
0: at-bats.
3: I did not go through each at-bat, I will say that. <laughs> I, so it took me, let's say, I have almost seven hours of, of footage that I recorded that I'm getting ready to go through and splice tomorrow good lord yeah oh actually i should say starting now or starting (laughs) as soon as we're done i'm gonna probably get i'm probably gonna get one done but i got about a hundred a hundred or so plate appearances from this specific person and i i I cut it up throughout the each month of the season to kind of see if there's any kind of natural progression so i like so we'll, we'll see we'll see if we see anything
0: yeah no no i'm I'm really looking forward to that it's going to be pretty interesting because i know who the player is i'm not going to reveal yeah. it but i i know who it is so yeah. i kind of want to do i kind of want to see that progression or or you know the opposite of we'll progression regression something yeah we'll, we'll see what we find <laughs> yeah for Hopefully sure we man. find something um so. me personally at pirates prospects i got uh i'm gonna do a feature piece on Sawinski. got a lot yeah. of information um and then, you know, I'll do the weekly updates with the uh, prospects. Uh, just got done talking to Braxton Ashcraft. So um, how's he doing? He's he's I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's, he's doing good, man. He's doing good. Um, he's got to actually be able to throw baseballs January 31st. So okay. time's coming soon. Um, I posted a video recently uh, of him whipping the towel. And, and a pitching motion. So he's kind of just easing himself. Back there, in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're going to get some quotes from Braxton and uh, working on a couple other players, kind of putting feelers out there. That's how, it's how I do things. Um, yeah. There, there's a lot of exciting stuff going on guys. It, it's super proud to be where we are and, yeah. and just think yep. about like where we were. I don't know where I was four years ago compared to now and where you were four years ago compared to now it's like light and day man and and i could yeah. not be prouder of you honestly like right back so happy man so happy you know it's been absolute pleasure to work with you and to have tim williams as our boss is kind of weird <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah
3: no <laughs> so, it, so, it far, really is. so
0: far so far So far, (laughs) oh, are we gonna have like a group chat talking shit on our bosses? Because like, I mean, I think I've had one at every job I've been at. (laughs) Uh oh,
3: Tim. Tim. (laughs) Unless until I became the boss, and then and then I used to joke around with them. It's like like I I used to have a group chat talking talking about like our old boss. So I know you guys have one
0: about me. So. (laughs) No, they're just talking about your luxurious beard, uh, which, by the way, I don't think that's what they're saying. By the way, Mark Mantuka has one of the most luxurious beards I've ever seen. Does he really? He does. It looks he does. So, it like he said it was a wild man back in December and he hasn't put an actual shaving cream and razor to his face since 2010. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he, he like he shapes it up and everything. But like, yeah, dude. I, I told him, I need to, like, get your routine, because mine is looking, like, crazy homeless. Like, I got... <laughs> I look super homeless right now. Thanks, Nola. Said there's a homeless <laughs> man in my house. But, man, <laughs> this is, you know, I'm so upset that you couldn't uh, make it in time, but that's okay. We are going to schedule for something next month with them, so... Okay. yeah yeah be prepared for that next week guys we got steven alamase coming on um as far as i know uh me and steven go back a little while now and i'm super proud of how far he's come from the injuries and all the setbacks like it's a it's a marvel that he didn't quit because i would (laughs) have honestly (laughs) would have like all the shit that he's been through like it's so so
3: crazy because like even before and everything like like even before you and I like really started like talking and everything about all this like I was going through like a list of some prospects and like I came up on him and I kind of was reading a little bit this and I'm like man this is a guy like why why haven't we why isn't he like talked about a little bit more and stuff like that and so 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 that's gonna be fun I'm excited
0: for that yeah I mean super solid defensively yeah. Mm -hmm. his bat definitely has potential for pop and you know when i talked to five tool player development they said that's what they've been working on um, to make his swing have more pop and with that frame i don't see why he can't hit 20 it's it's looking good and i can't wait to talk to the man from new york He's going to have that. Yeah, you know, you know it, man. He's going to have that accent, little Latino Mm -hmm. New York accent. I love that accent so much. (laughs) Guys, that's going to do it for this episode. We genuinely hope you enjoyed uh, the talk with Jack and Mark and our little conversation, me and Murph Dog over here. Um, Be sure to like, rate and subscribe. We got our first two ever ratings on Apple Podcasts, both five-star ratings, by the way. And they're not my mom. I swear to God, she doesn't know how to work podcasts. It's (laughs) okay. She tells me all the time. She's like, how do do I listen to you? I was like, well, you could call me and listen to me that way. But like talking about the podcast, (laughs) you hit this little button right here. (laughs) But, you know, old people, that's how it be. Um, You should know something about that, Murph
3: what people with
0: phones oh i know too much (laughs) i know too much about that but guys this is where we give out our socials so you can follow us and follow along the this funny ass train that we call life on twitter because that's where we spend our time um to start with me i would appreciate a follow on twitter uh, it's at Murfanko, that's Murphanko. That's M U R P H A N K O. Give me a follow there. You could also give me a follow on Instagram. A um, lot of movement on Instagram recently. Uh, it's Murfanko underscore experience. Murphanko spelled the same way as on Twitter. Um, yeah, you can see the videos I post there as well. Murph, yeah. give out your socials, you beautiful boys.
3: As always, give me a follow uh, at double underscore Murphy 88. Where's the double underscore from? I need to know this. I'm just different. Like, (laughs) I'm like, just like any combination, you know, there's a lot of Murphys out there. And and there turns out like, there's plenty of Murphys out there that were either born the same year that I was, or have the same first initial and stuff like that. So I kind of had to just get creative. And I'm pretty sure I stole it from somebody as well. I saw someone else have like a underscore at the beginning of it. So I said, hey, I'm stealing it.
0: You're th- man, you spend too much time with me because apparently I steal everything. Spend it too much time with me, man. Yeah, yeah. You need to get away from me. I'm a bad influence, I guess.
3: See, look, you'd be the first person to say that the other person is a bad influence as opposed to <laughs> I'm being the best. I've I've had so many people say I'm a bad. And like, I wouldn't believe it, but like. I started thinking back, like I was. I won't go into details, but like of all the stories that I, I have a kid, or I was, I have uh, when I was a kid, all of them involve multiple people, but the only constant in it is always me. <laughs> so I'm always like, oh, like, what, what is it that that TikTok thing is like? Am I the drama? <laughs> like was w- was I the trouble? <laughs> I didn't think I was.
0: You've been repressing all these memories.
3: <laughs> Oh yeah, it's always fun when you get me, my brother, and sister at a table together with one of our parents, and we just start spitting. Out. Like, I my my dad was just completely dumbfounded at some of these. Like, we we like there last time my sister was up from Florida, like we just started spilling some stuff, and like I felt bad for him. I felt bad for him because like I, cause we I mean we we've been caught with our fair share of things, but we've also been not caught with our fair share of things
0: that we've done. <laughs> <laughs> i'm an only like, kid so i have no i can't relate to any of that shit man i, well, I mean we all we, we kind of kinda,
3: we all like like well my brother and sister they're pretty close in age so they 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 probably did their things at some point but like i'm a little bit older than all of them so like <laughs> we all kind of did our own thing with it but like it just turns out we
0: all caused a lot of trouble <laughs> <laughs> i love it man so. um I know that we are super shitty at ending episodes because we don't want it to end, but this is the part where we have to say yeah. goodbye to the good folks. We could do this all day. Oh, yeah. We literally could do this all day. Hopefully on tomorrow, Thursday, the day you're listening to the podcast, we'll have some news on the CBA meetings because apparently they're happening uh, the day you're listening to it. I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, but who no. knows? We still have minor <laughs> league season. So things to look forward to, but we That's love you I'm very good. much. I'm
3: good. All right, guys. Like, thanks for tuning in. Um, we really appreciate it. You guys, have a slow day like I do at work. Hit me up on Twitter.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah! Hit Murph up on Twitter, folks. All right, guys. Love you. Later.